Welcome to the third of five special instalments that are going out through the course of this week. Uh, driving force behind all of this is the simple belief that we are currently living through one of those pivotal points in world history that people in future generations will look back on with sheer amazement. And what I want to try and help you see is that through all the different challenges that we are facing, there are also some pretty huge opportunities opening up. And I really don't want us looking back with regret in years to come, just wishing that we'd seize them while we had the chance. Over the last couple of days then, we've looked at how this is an opportunity for self-reflection and an opportunity to strengthen our relationships. Today we're going to see how this is also an opportunity for sacrificially serving the people around us. I don't know what you think. But in recent times, I'd suggest our society has successfully cocooned itself off from facing some of the deeper questions in life. But in moments like this one, where things are increasingly fragile and falling apart, people more and more are going to be exposed to the vulnerabilities that they've desperately been pushing off and trying to avoid. So many things are going to be coming to the surface in the days to come. There are going to be any number of questions that will be asked, which means that there is a window of opportunity opening up for us and we need to make sure we're available and prepared ahead of time or else it'll be gone and we will have missed it. In Acts chapter 8 verse 4 where uh, the first church was facing their own pretty dire crisis and everyone had to flee because of persecution, we read that the believers who were scattered, get this, they preached the good news about Jesus wherever they went. I don't want us to miss the fact that amidst all the challenges we're facing right now, there is also an amazing opportunity for us to spread the good news of Jesus wherever we go. Mark Sayers wrote these increasingly prophetic words last year in his exceptional book, Reappearing Church. If you've got a bit of spare time on your hands at the moment, you want to read a good book. Reappearing Church is a brilliant, brilliant summary uh, of what's going on in our culture at the moment. Mark Sayers writes this, the secularist life script in which humans attempt to live without having to confront the great questions of life creates insulation against faith. However, this insulation is not quite as secure as it may seem. If we endured a global flu pandemic, see what you mean about prophetic, if we endured a global flu pandemic, like the one in the early part of the 20th century that killed millions of people across the world, how we view and process our personal potentials and possibilities would be deeply shaken. He continues, Think about how different your life would be. Consider how you would have to readjust your life and how you access community and relationships. In Australia, where he's writing from, after the attacks on 9-11, church attendance went up for a short period. This was in a country across the other side of the world from the attacks. Why? Because the Western secularist bubble of radical individualism and hyper-consumerism was pierced. Briefly, the mythology that it is possible to live a life without God or greater meaning for many people was rattled. The secularist life script is dependent on crucial political, economic and social factors being in place. Elements that are becoming fragile 
opening a new potential for renewal and revival in the West. And that is what we are seeing right now. People all around us who have put their hope in other things are quickly discovering that those things do not provide a whole lot of security after all. And these are occasions where we are able to rush in with the love of Jesus, the hope of forgiveness, the beauty of the church, and the freedom, the meaning, the security that we have in Christ. So I just want to encourage you to open your eyes, pay attention, reach out to the people around you, begin to pray like you've never prayed before for your friends and family members, for your neighbours and work colleagues who don't know the good news of Jesus. Because here's the thing, church history shows that God always seems to move powerfully through the church in times of crisis. Right now, just don't know how bad things are going to get but all the indications are it's going to be very 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 serious and I tell you this is where the church really comes into its own we have an opportunity to show up in very practical ways Rodney Stark the sociologist and historian he describes how radically the early church took this call he writes this at a time when welfare and social security and health care plans did not exist the church was essential in providing such aid. They looked after not only their own, but those outside their community as well. The Roman emperors recognised, however reluctantly, that Christians filled a role that they were not filling themselves. And individuals were attracted to the security the church afforded, curious about what it was that inspired such generosity. The church was also essential in providing nursing care to plague victims, oftentimes at the expense of their own lives. The bishop Dionysius wrote that this was a form of martyrdom, whereas pagan elites and their priests simply fled the affected cities, some even leaving family members behind. Christians stayed to provide food, water and friendship to their neighbours. So, after consecutive epidemics had swept through a city, a disproportionate number of those remaining would either have been Christians or pagans who had been ministered to by Christians. Listen, this isn't about church propaganda or PR. We're not trying to make ourselves look better, not trying to make a name for ourselves. We're after is people coming to know the good news of Jesus. We want people to see what he's like. As John Tyson puts it, the church at its best gives people a tangible encounter of what it feels like to be loved by Jesus. I think this is one of those moments where we get to do this. So this really isn't the time just to look after our own needs. Let's be helpful. Let's keep on cooperating with government instructions. Let's be proactive in caring for our vulnerable neighbours. Ask if you can do shopping for them. Check in on them regularly. Let's be on the lookout for work colleagues who may be struggling at this time. Let's be alert to every opportunity to provide for the needs of others. You know, people will always remember how you treat them in a time of crisis, good or bad. These are moments that stand out disproportionately. Let's not miss the opportunity to sacrificially serve the people around us at this time.